Justice Kagan has our opinion this morning, case 1815, Kaiser versus Wilkie. For nearly a century, this Court has often deferred to agencies' reasonable interpretations of their own ambiguous regulations. We call that practice our deference, or sometimes seminal rock deference, after two decisions in which we used it. The only question presented in this case is whether we should overrule our and Seminole Rock and a host of decisions applying them, thus discarding the deference those precedents give to agencies. We decline to do so. The petitioner here is James Kaiser, a Vietnam War veteran. In the proceedings below, Kaiser sought certain disability benefits from the Department of Veterans Affairs, which I'll call the VA for short. The Board of Veterans' Appeals, which is part of the VA, denied that request based on its interpretation of a particular VA regulation. On appeal, the Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit affirmed the Board's decision by invoking our deference. In other words, it deferred to the VA's interpretation of the VA's regulation. Kaiser now argues, as I said, that we should overrule our Before resolving that question, the Court's opinion clears up some possible uncertainties about what our deference is. The doctrine is based on a presumption that Congress would want a Court to defer to the issuing agency's view of an ambiguous rule's meaning. We make that presumption for reasons relating to the comparative attributes and competences of courts and agencies which often suggests that an agency is the most appropriate interpreter of its own rules. But we also recognize that sometimes the reasons behind that presumption don't apply, or countervailing reasons outweigh them, and when that's so, deference should not be given. So the opinion makes clear both the scope and the limits of our deference, where it applies and where it doesn't. Initially, our deference can apply only when a regulation is genuinely ambiguous. And by that, we mean ambiguous even after a court has used all its traditional tools of interpretation. If that kind of ambiguity remains, the agency's construction of its rule must still be reasonable. And even some reasonable readings of genuinely ambiguous regulations should not be given deference. That's so particularly when the interpretation is not the official position of the agency, when it's not based in some way on the agency's expertise, or when it doesn't reflect the agency's fair and considered judgment. In the opinion, we describe further what each of those limits means. But outside such circumstances, where our deference applies, it is real. It is not what courts sometimes call Skidmore deference, which is the supposed deference courts give to things they find persuasive and would adopt anyway for themselves. Our deference means that when there is more than one reasonable interpretation of a genuinely ambiguous regulation, the court accepts the agencies. And as I said, we rule today that this form of deference should continue. The principle of stare decisis, in English, letting decisions stand, is an important one for stability and even-handedness in the law. To overrule a case, we need a special justification, and Kaiser fails to offer one here. Mainly, he argues 
that the administrative state has gotten larger and more influential since Seminole Rock and Auer. That may be right as a factual matter. And more important, we agree that courts must always retain the ability to check agency abuses. That's one reason we've taken care today to reinforce the limits of our deference and to emphasize the critical role courts retain in interpreting rules. But it's no answer to the growth of agencies for courts to take over their expertise-based functions. Accordingly, as I said before, we decline the invitation to overrule our. We still, however, must remand this case and ask the Federal Circuit to analyze it anew. The Federal Circuit, we think, did not appropriately consider whether the VA regulation to which it deferred is, in fact, genuinely ambiguous. And even supposing that regulation is ambiguous, the Court didn't consider other reasons why our deference might not apply. We therefore vacate the judgment and instruct the Federal Circuit to consider the matter again in light of all the principles outlined in our opinion. The Chief Justice has filed an opinion concurring in part. Justice Gorsuch has filed an opinion concurring in the judgment, in which Justice Thomas joins and in which Justice Alito and Justice Kavanaugh join in part. Justice Kavanaugh has filed an opinion concurring in the judgment, in which Justice Alito joins.